Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you again for listening today. I'm finishing my message uh, that I started yesterday, and I was talking about Paul's conversion. I talked about transformation. That was the name of my message. And I talked about it, and I closed by saying, you know, all of us have a choice to either reject or accept Jesus Christ. And who would want to be separated from the things of God? And I want to continue with that today. Our Heavenly Father, I love you. Lord, I love you. I want to walk with you. I want to praise your name. I want to, I want to hear from the Holy Spirit of God. I want to be directed. I want to be a living witness wherever I go. I pray for strength in my weaknesses, power to overcome those things that may come our way. And Lord, I thank you for your grace your unmerited favor. I thank you for your forgiveness. And God, if there's listeners out there that are struggling with you today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get a hold of their hearts and minds. Lord, of those listening today that are contemplating marriage dissolvement, Lord, get a hold of their heart. Help them to realize the importance of walking with you and living for you and being obedient to you. Lord, if there's those there today that are having anger issues and forgiveness issues, in the name of Jesus, get a hold of their heart. May they see you clearly and respond to you. I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Bible said all things are new, are made new. I like that. The old is gone and the new has begun. You know, we need new to begin in our life. We need to see things in a fresh perspective, a perspective maybe that God would lead us see because we want to follow him. You know, we read the word of God. We spend time in prayer. We go to our church and hopefully we learn from the messages and from whatever classes you might take. But to put into action those things that we learn. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. You know, it's always fun to have a new car when it smells fresh. Do you remember that smell? Maybe you've never had a new car. I had a new car once in 2001. 17 years ago, I bought a Honda CRV. Loved it. It was kind of a purple blue. About everybody knew I was coming because of the color. We loved that car. Eventually sold it. And a lady, I, I saw the lady who bought it, and she's had it for years. And and last time I talked to her, she said it hadn't had any problems with it at all. And I thought to myself, I wish I would have kept that as a second car. I didn't buy a new one. I've bought it used ever since. But I tell you what, there's something about a fresh smell of a new car. You know, um, some of the most excited Christians are recent converts, those who made a well-informed decision to follow Jesus. In the church that I pastor, Cloverdale Church of God, we have a number of new converts, a number of people in the last three years who have started selling out to Jesus Christ. And I can tell you something. They are the most excited Christians that we have. They are so excited to serve God. They come to about everything that's available to come to. They are just saturating the things of God. They can't get enough of the things of God. And sometimes we that have been Christians for years and years, we fall in such a lull that is, we just take it for granted. Oh, we'll pop into church now and again, and hopefully regularly. We'll pay our tithes. We'll do all those things. But we've lost our zeal. We've lost the power of God within us to move, and we need to find it again. 
We need to say, Holy Spirit of God, get a hold of my life. Give me that zeal for you that people will see you. I have been so convinced of that more recently than ever. God has laid it huge on my heart. You know, that's what happened to Apostle Paul. It became his mission to change the world for Jesus. Here he was wiping out the world for Jesus. Now he's changed the world. You know, yes, it was a rough course for him. And Jesus said, it was going to be a rough course for you. But you know what? Paul knew he'd live forever in heaven. God refined Paul's behavior. Paul went from being feared by all Christians to teaching people to know Jesus and sharing his testimony with, of transformation with them. We see through the 13 books that he wrote in the New Testament the incredible testimony he had. We might ask, why did God choose a man like Paul to change the world? God knew Paul's strengths and his gifts and knew he would be a powerful advocate for him. But Paul had to do one thing. After he was blinded, he had to say yes to God. He had a choice. He could have said no to God. I'm not interested. But he said yes. See, God knows you. He knows that you can be a power, powerful advocate for him too. But he so desires us to have real transformation take place in our life. And what uh, yesterday I told you, a transformation, the first word in the dictionary for transformation is the word change. He wants us all to have real change in our life, to love him, to honor him with all our being. See, we all can be world changers, but we can't slough off messages like the one I'm preaching today and leave this message thinking nothing more of it. When one wants real change, we start taking action. Many of you budget in your lives. You budget your finances. Some of you live by the Dave Ramsey plan. My daughter lives real close to that. But how much more is it to have a spiritual plan? See, God wants to use you where you are. But he needs you to be willing. Are you willing? There's an old chorus that goes, I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. And it goes on and on. But, you know, what a song. Yes, I'm going to say yes, Lord. I'm going to say yes to what you asked me to do. I would not be in Boise, Idaho today if I wouldn't have said yes to God 30 years ago in Vancouver, Washington. But I said yes, and God has blessed and walked and helped me along the way. Though I'm certainly not a perfect man, he has certainly walked with me and given me strength and showed me new things. Paul finally did, and he changed his ways. He turned. We must really get this. God replaces the old with the new. Another chorus, I love choruses and songs, you know, because I kind of do this from time to time. It goes, he makes all things beautiful in his time. All things beautiful in his time. He wants to make things beautiful in your lives. Wouldn't it be great not to live in fear of circumstances and issues but to trust and obey, as the hymn goes, or another song, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. You know, let's hear from God. Let's hear from what God has for us. Let's seek God's will for our lives. You know, if we do that, I promise you, you will recognize and you will see the power of God in such a powerful way that, you know, you'll say, what in the world's going on in my life? And you know what? It's going to be the power of the living God is what it's going to be. The power of the living God. And I think that uh, 
Every one of us have the, the ability and the strength and the fortitude to make the decision for him. You know, Isaiah says, and this is God in Isaiah 43, 18, and it says this, it says, 18 and 19, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Not it spring, uh, a new thing. Not Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? I am making a way new in the wilderness and streams of a wasteland. Yes, he's making all things new, but we just, uh, we just kind of ignore it sometimes. We go on our merry way and we think, oh, we have it all together because, like I said, we, we're happy in our little Christian world. But the truth of the matter is, you know, do we really? But um, I love what God says. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. If we could understand that, we could re- have real freedom. Too many continue to hold on to the past and continue continue to blame the past for their problems. They look back and start weighing all their frustrations and start rationalizing how they felt then. Then, instead of making all things new and forgetting what is behind and looking forward to what's ahead. Even the apostle penned these words and he finally said, For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. He was saying while he was living in this earth, he would glorify Jesus. He will live a life pleasing to the Lord and he will enjoy his life. But to die is gain because he gets to enjoy a home forever without the struggles of the world, without the pain of health, without the pain of loss that goes with this earthly life. He knows God has something greater for all people. You know, I believe God wants you to enjoy life, to live life to the fullest, be happy and rejoice in him. He doesn't ask you to give up life, but to give up sin. He didn't ask us to believe in him and then move into a monastery. One reason I like Paul's book of Philippians so much is because it's a happy book. It's a book of rejoicing and living life to the fullest. Christians should be the happiest people on planet Earth because we know who we believe and we know where our home is. It's with the Lord Jesus Christ. We can live rejoicing every day. You know, and that's what I like. There was a song, and I played this at the end of our service, and it was great. I had this uh, Baptist choir big Baptist choir play this, and it was just awesome. You know, and it's a song is, oh, happy day, you know, happy day, you know. And I just I just think sometimes we forget about how Jesus wants us to have a happy day and, you know, that we can live rejoicing every single day, trusting in him with all our soul, with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our might. You know, I just... I get so taken back when I listen to music and songs that that have such an impact. And I think some of you know that song, Oh, Happy Day, when Jesus washed my sins away. He taught me how to walk and pray, to live rejoicing every day. Oh, happy day, oh, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. There's a lot of old happy day. Then there's a, the one that's more upbeat that uh, that we played in the service and I, you know, and just for the life of me, I can't find it. I was going to play a little bit for you in closing, but I guess I can't right now. I'm trying to work with my phone and talk. That doesn't do me a lot of good. But anyway, I'd like to leave you with some parting words today from your heavenly Father, found in Isaiah 43:11. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. There is no Savior apart from me. People of God. 
put your faith totally in him. We can live rejoicing every day when we really know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He loves you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.